If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Time out. When there's gaps in coverage, every team needs a player they can count on to help. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like rent or groceries. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit aflac.com to learn more. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Herd podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, here we go. It is a Tuesday, and we are ready to roll live in Los Angeles. It's the Herd, wherever you may be and however you may be watching or listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. Loaded show, Herd hierarchy in one hour. Nick Wright stops by in one hour. You know, we've had the last two Mondays, we've had a total of uh, eight quarterbacks play. All have been seemingly rusty. Quarterbacks are creatures of habit. You get them off their work schedule. Maybe it's a coincidence, but Thursday and Monday nights, everybody feels a little off. I don't love two Monday games. The consumers, I think, do. Uh, but it was it was like the 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 less of the ugly one last yeah, night. I don't know. You sure the consumers do? You sure two stack them? I don't know. And now we go London game coming up this week. So you and I out here got to wake up at what six? 6 a.m. on Sunday. Well, What's... nobody's got any sympathy for us. But <laughs> Jags, Falcons. Here we go. The story of the game is Joe Burrow. And he's really the story of the Bengals. He was off early. He kind of got it going, sort of got it going. But his calf is the franchise. Cincinnati ownership, suboptimal. Head coach, we don't really know. O-line, still not great. Burrow is the Bengals. Like, Mahomes is great. But Andy Reid will be a Hall of Famer, razor-sharp GM Brett Veach, Hunt family Hall of Fame caliber, Steve Spagnola, great veteran defensive coordinator. They made the playoffs three or four years pre-Mahomes. He's the icing, the best icing in the world, but the cake was pretty good. The Bengals pre-Burrow were a wreck. Six wins, seven, six, two. And does it feel a little bit like a pullback season? It does. Whereas Mahomes can get the dysfunctional Chargers, 
Garoppolo's now got a concussion for the Raiders, and Denver's a mess. Ravens, Steelers, Browns, those are real defenses. Cleveland may have the best or second-best defense in the league. Baltimore, when healthy, is dangerous. And for the record, Burrow has struggled with all those teams at times, right? So I feel like this is a pullback season. I've criticized Buffalo, right? They can't get their own line run game right. But I don't feel like they're the only element to the Bills. GM, respected. Coach, respected. Ownership, strong. Defense, good. Buffalo's got a lot of elements. They even made the playoffs right before Josh Allen got there. Again, the Bengals were a wreck. They are completely, utterly dependent. They don't have strong ownership. They don't have a legendary front office. They don't take big gambles in the draft. They can't get the O-line right. They've never been big spenders. It's Burrow. Winning IQ, attitude, aptitude. The Bengals hadn't won a playoff game in 31 seasons pre-Burrow. <laughs> so Burrow is very much like Luka Doncic of the Mavs. The minute Luka arrived in Dallas, it's all about keeping him healthy and finding people who can play with him. Luka is the Mavericks. They've got a well-known owner, but you most people can't, outside of Dallas, or unless they're NBA diehards, can't name three players in the Mavericks. Jalen Brunson left, right? Porzingis left. I mean, it's, it's Luka. And these guys are Burrow. And they got to get the calf right because the early schedule... Tennessee, Arizona coming up, hosting Seattle, very winnable games. Then you get a bye in week seven. After that, it gets difficult. Niners on the road, Buffalo at Baltimore, Pittsburgh at Jacksonville, at Pittsburgh, at Kansas City, Cleveland. So they got to get it right. Joe Burrow, as he often does, gutted it out, didn't play particularly well, wasn't 100%, but they pick up an ugly win, and good quarterbacks do that. Here's Joe Burrow. We uh, feel good. We, we didn't have any, any setbacks today, um, but still still day-to-day. -day. There is risk to, to go out there and uh, potentially re-injure it, but there's also a risk to go out there and be 0-3. So um, I, I wanted to be out there for, for my guys, and you know I was confident that I would be able to do what I needed to to, to get the win. All right, let's talk Philadelphia Eagles. There's five teams, maybe Dallas, I'm not sure, but five teams to me already that feel different than everybody else in the NFL, and Philadelphia is one of them. Whereas you could say Kansas City and Buffalo have transformative star quarterbacks, and Miami's got a wizard as a head coach. San Francisco and Philly, they got more good players than you do. Every time I watch the Eagles, except against San Francisco, here's my takeaway. They're just going to push you around. <laughs> they even invented a play to get a yard. They're just going to push you around. They're going to win the tug of war against everybody except maybe San Francisco. And whereas you feel like Brock Purdy's playing well, you feel like, hey, Josh Allen and Mahomes, they got it right. Philadelphia is 3-0, and Jalen Hurts hasn't played particularly well. He made a couple big throws. I mean, Jalen does that. But this, there's a lot of quarterback stories in the NFL and head coach stories. I feel like the Eagles are a GM story, Howie Roseman. I feel like they get more value than anybody. They get it in trades with A.J. Brown with the Titans or DeAndre Swift. Good player. Detroit tired of him. Fourth rounder, that's it. Jalen Carter was a steal of the draft. Nolan Smith could be. Even Nick Foles won a Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts, second round. Philadelphia 
is very comfortable taking risks, pivoting, and rebooting and taking chances. And one of the reasons is nobody in the league has more great fixtures on the offensive and defensive line. They win the tug of war every week. So that allows them to roll the dice on the perimeter, take a chance with a quarterback, slowly develop somebody. Why? Because Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, uh, Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, you got Hall of Famers. And it feels like they've been there a long, long time. And I thought Kelsey was going to retire. Lane Johnson maybe too. They're both back. Lane Johnson, I'm told, is going to play for years. So a lot of stories in the NFL tend to revolve around the brilliant coach, Miami, San Francisco, or the amazing quarterback, the Chargers, the Bills in Kansas City. I always feel like with Philadelphia, it's a bit of a GM story. They are loaded. O-line, D-line, they win that every week. So Jalen Hurts doesn't have to play great, and they can be in 3-0. and They can lose coordinators and kind of scuff and wobble and not quite get it right and be 3-0. and And it's not like they played an easy schedule. A couple of road games. Tampa was hot. Uh, New England's always tough on the road. Miami got a little scare from the Patriots up in Foxborough. But Philadelphia not playing well. couple of roadies, 3-0. and You got to feel great. Here's the coach. We're not a final product yet. No one, no, one, no one, let me rephrase that. Everybody wants us to be a final product now, but it's a growth. You want to grow every day. And so we're not going to be playing our best football until we get going into the season. We still got things to, to work on. We still got growth to do. Um, if you're truly in the mindset of getting better every day, right, if you're truly in that mindset of getting better every day, which I know, I know that we are it, it, on this team, you're going to continue to rise, and you're not, and you, you're going to keep getting better. Be sure to catch live editions of the Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. NFL executive told Mike Sando, very good reporter at the Athletic, I believe Russell Wilson will have to play phenomenally well to avoid getting benched. Is that a big leap? He is better than he was last year, and that's something. Um, here's Sean Payton on uh, the film, what it says, and the Miami loss. It, it was a, a tough day and probably won't be fun anytime soon until we start winning some games. One of the things that we preach all the time about finding smart, tough players is not just for the three hours on game day. Number one, the attention to detail of what we're doing at, at practice has to improve. This is one of those weeks where, you know, you take a, a butt whooping like that where you find out a lot about everyone. So um, a lot of the Denver media is pushing back at my narrative and others that this is on Russell. It's the defense, they say. Yes, the defense for the Broncos has regressed. But they are fifth is Denver in offensive spending. And they hired Sean Payton. And Russell Wilson's the star and the number one cap hit. In fact, three of their top four cap hits on offense. You hire Sean Payton, your franchise will be about offense. There's one way to win now. They're going to scale back on spending on defense. Right now, they have more talent and more money on offense. Kansas City spends a majority of their money on offense. That's who gets the heat. The Rams spend a majority of their money on offense. That last night is who gets the heat, Stafford and McVay. Apple has come out with a new iPhone, apparently. 
All the other products can struggle. If that new phone is great, the stock price is great. That's who's responsible because that's where they spent their money. The focus going forward is Russell Wilson. He's a monster cap hit. And Sean Payton, he's a brilliant offensive coach. And Denver's offense right now is meh. 15th in scoring, 15th in total offense, 24th in third downs, 26th in the red zone. I don't want to hear about the defense. Going forward, I don't want to hear about the defense. That's not what it's about. Russell's your iPhone. That's where you're spending the money. That's who's going to get the heat. And that's the downside to being a star and getting the commercials and being the guy. And he is better than last year. But they've got players. Jerry Judy can play. Mims, the rookie, can play. Cortland Sutton can play. The left tackle's good. Right tackle's capable. One of their guards is good. They have nice running backs. They have a brilliant offensive coach. I'm not anti-Russell. For years, everybody said I was too pro-Russell. But you can defend Russell and say it's the defense. Going forward, it's about the offense. If they were top five in red zone scoring, top six on third down, maybe you'd have an argument somewhat. But this whole thing here, this whole organization going forward is on the quarterback and the coach. And if they lose, Sean Payton's going to get ripped, not a defensive end. If, if Russell Wilson loses, he's going to get ripped, not Patrick Sertan, not a safety. That's the way it goes. Kansas City, Rams, right, Philadelphia. Now Jalen Hurts got it. Justin Herbert, a week ago, this is all I heard. Well, you can blame Brandon Staley, but Justin Herbert's been virtually flawless. But he's going to take the heat if they lose. You know what you said. I was like, the kid's unbelievable. And you're like, well, he, had a, he got the ball late and didn't score. <laughs> the defense is like bottom three in the league. The coach, we think he's over his head. It's just the way it works in the NFL, the quarterback, even when he's great. Andrew Luck for years. You crushed him. Bad old line. GM got fired. So did the coach. 11 and 5, 11 and 5, 11 and 5. And it always came down. There were radio calls in Indianapolis. There's another interception by Andrew Luck. It's quarterback league. He's going to take the hit, especially once he gets paid. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD, H-E-R-D. New customers can bet 5 bucks, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code HERD, H-E-R-D. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive. It's easy. Best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play. You call every shot. From choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. 40%. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money. Reliable returns. Take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Change the game. Get started today. As little as $1,000 at gainbridge.io. So I always say this. The Raiders in the rearview mirror... A bicycle wreck is always right behind you in the rearview mirror. Always chaos. The bumpy, turbulent flight. It's there. So Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo had a concussion Sunday night. He'll probably be out for a while. And then Devontae Adams sent a message yesterday in the locker room. I don't got time to wait around. You know, and it's not a personal thing. I mean, it is a personal thing, but it ain't just about me. But, I mean, it's not my mentality to sit here and try to take all season to figure it out. You use these early games like this to establish our identity and we are we're not doing things the right way to, to establish a winning culture um, early in the season. So we got to do something to, to turn that around. He went from Green Bay, a well-run operation, to the Raiders. He's been outspoken multiple times. So Mark Davis, don't know him, but he moved the team to Las Vegas. And the two big ideas, number one, Let's bring John Gruden out of retirement. Been out of coaching forever, and that didn't work. Let's give him all the power. Didn't work. A lot of hope, optimism, didn't work. Number two is let's join the long list of franchises trying to recreate the Patriots dynasty in our hometown. Yet it's not working. A lot of rearview mirror stuff. And by the way, you NFL owners, can you stop trying to recreate the New England thing? Giants did it with Joe Judge. Disaster. Detroit did it with Matt Patricia. Disaster. Houston did it. Disaster. Las Vegas, not working. How about, I don't know, forge your own identity? Kansas City, Rams, San Francisco, Philadelphia, Buffalo. They're not copying anybody now. They forged their own identity. Copying New England is batting about 160. I guess Tennessee sort of works. And Vrabel was just a player, not a coach in New England. What is the Raiders' identity today? Chaos. 
copying New England and looking up at the Chiefs. By the way, I understand people wanting to copy success. It happens in every industry. But there's two franchises that decided after leaning into the Patriots to go the opposite way. Let's give credit to the Miami Dolphins who hired Brian Flores. We're going to be, try to get Brady, New England South. And then they not only moved off it, they went in the opposite direction with Mike McDaniel, creativity, spending a fortune on wide receivers. Big swing, big risk. The Miami Dolphins had moved into copying New England. It wasn't until they forged their own identity. We're just going to do anti-New England. Spend a fortune on wide receivers. Go all out offense. Risk-taking, clever, creative, wild. Best team in the league, arguably. <clears throat> Kansas City. Tried to do a little New England. Romeo Cronell, Scott Pioli. And then they went to Andy Reid and went the opposite. Outside of Chris Jones, they don't spend any money on defense. Big money, O-line, big money quarterback, big money tight end, all offense. So Miami and Kansas City dabbled with trying to copy New England and then went the opposite direction. And you can argue they're the two best offenses and best teams in the league. Here's something I think is really hard to recreate. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Stop trying. Raiders, forge your own identity. There's one Apple, right? There's one Microsoft. A million copiers of Netflix. They're profitable. The other streaming services aren't. I understand it. Like, I understand cultures change. But, like, you look at the teams right now in this league that are special. They all have unique identities. Nobody's copying a dynasty that was forged by two brilliant performers, Belichick and Brady. You don't have either, so stop trying. By the way, per Adam Schefter, I love to hear this. The Jets are signing a quarterback, Trevor Simeon. That is what I like to see. Relying on Zach Wilson, doubling down on Zach Wilson. That is the kind of move organizationally I prefer. So Trevor Simeon, according to Adam Schefter. Now, now, now. Robert Sala once again takes to the podium and defends Zach Wilson. He's our unquestioned quarterback, guys. Like, as long as he continues to to show the way he's his preparation, uh, the way he's been practicing, and even in these games, guys, like he's not the reason why we lost last uh, yesterday. It's always a team effort. And um, as long as he continues to show improvement, and I know it's not from a box score standpoint, it's not showing anything. It's not showing. Um, he's going to be our quarterback. Hey, all the analytic nerds say winning's not a quarterback stat. Can't blame Zach Wilson. <laughs> um, Joe Namath on the Yes Network, my friend Michael K hosts that show. Uh, Joe Namath, however, <laughs> is blaming the quarterback. No, I didn't take anything positive out of it yesterday. It was awful. Aaron, he got hurt. 
Okay, well, what do you think you have backups there for? They're ready to go. They're supposed to be ready to go. We're looking at an offense that just doesn't play well. I wouldn't keep him. You know, I've seen enough of Zach Wilson. All right? I've seen enough. I would like to mention this. Jason McIntyre as my witness. Green Bay moved off Aaron Rodgers. Is feeling pretty good about itself right now. Green Bay's offensive line, head coach, young tight ends and receivers. Jordan Love is confident, competent, low cap hit, healthy, seems to be getting better. I'm not sure. Green Bay moved off Aaron with the youngest roster in the league, and they've handed the controls to a young quarterback. If it doesn't work, and you'll probably know about Thanksgiving, there's seven first-round quarterbacks to get. They don't have any other huge needs. They really don't. Rashawn Gary, D-line, Bakhtiari, Jenkins O-line, young receivers, excellent tight ends, keep your eyes out. Aaron Jones, a beast in the running room. Corner, Jair Alexander. Green Bay moved off Aaron Rodgers and, frankly, feeling pretty good about themselves. And even if Jordan Love doesn't work, it's not a big cap hit. After this year, one more year left. Great quarterback class, not desperate, have the right coach, division's a little wonky. How is, how is New York feeling? Praying that Aaron Rodgers at 40 soon can recover quickly from an Achilles surgery, which is really tough on an older player. So, shocker, the well-run organization, Green Bay, has smoothly, smartly pivoted, moved on, and even if Jordan Love doesn't work, they're okay. You run it for a year, he's young, moves well, athletic, optimistic, great fourth quarter comeback, even if he's not great. Go draft somebody in the go draft somebody and have him set for three years like Aaron did and Jordan did. They don't have five needs in the draft. By the way, on Zach Wilson, one of the great busts of all time is Jamarcus Russell. Zach Wilson and Jamarcus Russell career numbers. And it's an easier league to throw in now. Rules more in your favor than Jamarcus Russell's career. Look at those numbers. Same dude. Same dude. So uh, Zach didn't work. Aaron's having surgery. Trevor Simeon's now in the room. And they, they have a first-round pick, but they have to take a tackle. There's three to four great tackles. They can't take a quarterback. They've got to take a tackle. What are you going to do? Take a quarterback and threaten Aaron Rodgers? They're already walking on eggshells. So I'll just say, we say it all the time on this show, football teams, they're all businesses. Not a shock that the team that moved off Aaron is actually in a really, really good space. Got their draft picks, low cap hit, young roster, tight end, receivers, plentiful. New York, not a well-run franchise, the Woody Johnson group, reeling. Not a shock. These are all, when it gets down to it, businesses. The well-run ones, Green Bay, Kansas City. Last seven, eight years, Buffalo's gotten their act together. Not a shock. May stumble early, find their footing very quickly. Bills. Jets have a little success early, week one, and here they are again. I know that seems negative. I do not like to be negative, but that's how I feel today. 
Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Polly and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hi, it's the Herd. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Any. That's right. To celebrate college basketball's most frenzied time of the year, it's here. DraftKings is giving new customers a shot to rack up bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code heard once again, new customers bet five and get 150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, code heard. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler or in West Virginia, visit www.1800Gambler.net. In New York, call 877 8 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467 369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive. It's easy. Best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play. You call every shot. From choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest. GainBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. 40%. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money. Reliable returns. Take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Change the game. Get started today. As little as $1,000 at GainBridge.io. Heard hierarchy. Time is now. Let's go. The top 10 NFL teams according to college. Number 10. Detroit's defense is better. 
dead last in the NFL. It's now 11th. They're 10-3 and three since week nine last year. A capable quarterback that's been to a Super Bowl. Seven sacks against the Falcons. They needed to get better on defense, and they did. I don't think they're a Super Bowl team. But I like the front office. The last three drafts, free agent acquisitions, they just keep getting better step-by-step. Detroit at 10. Number nine. The Steelers. There's one way to win defense, but T.J. Watt's unblockable. They remain, I mean, just a a sparkler of a fireworks show. 4.8 yards of play. No threat outside of Pickens on the outside to beat you. They lead the NFL shocker in sacks, defensive touchdowns. And again, T.J. Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, they've got stars. But this is such a low wattage offense, I think they're limited. Steelers at nine. Number eight. Seattle is sneaky good. Bad opening performance against, bad opening performance against the Rams. But they're averaging 29 a game. They've given the ball up once, fewest in the NFL. Geno Smith has time to throw, completing 69% of his throws. Now, their defense, they're not generating a consistent pass rush, so you can throw the ball on them, and that's what Stafford did in week one. They mixed it up and caught him off balance. But I get a good coach. Geno Smith is doing what he does. Another good draft class, a young team getting better, Seattle at eight. Number seven. Cleveland. Maybe I have them low, but the defense is insane. You know they've only allowed 490 yards through three games? That's the lowest since 1970. Deshaun Watson's not the same, but he can make plays. They lead the NFL in yardage differential, which is something gamblers look at. They've got to get it right offensively, and they will miss Nick Chubb. But this defense, they're going to be in every single game they play. They're like Pittsburgh. They'll just hang around and steal wins even when the offense is bad. Cleveland at seven. Number six. Dallas at six. I think the Trayvon Diggs situation's real. They can't defend the same way. By the way, 13 penalties against the Cardinals. Isn't that the bugaboo with Mike McCarthy teams? Heavily penalized. Oh, by the way, Dak. 7-16 7-16 and 16 in his career when he's got to throw 40-plus pass attempts. So if you're not running the ball or they trail, there are limitations to this team. And I think Micah and Trayvon Diggs are difference makers, and one is gone for the season. Number five. Let's just forget the first game happened. Buffalo looks good again. Defense getting a pass rush. Nine takeaways. Overwhelmed Washington. And I will say this. Josh Allen, they're listening. Only averaging four rush attempts this year. That is a good sign. Sean McDermott, the franchise listening. They're becoming less Josh Allen run reliant. Only NFL team to be top three in scoring offense and scoring defense, number two, this season. Buffalo, five. Number four. I don't think Philadelphia's got their... Offense, right, but their O-line and D-line depth and talent is so significant, I put them at four. Number two rushing offense, and again, Jalen Hurts was sick. They didn't look very good early, but it's the 11th game with 200-plus rushing yards since the start of last year. They are a machine, and they can give teams like Kansas City trouble because they can keep Mahomes on the bench for long periods of time. DeAndre Swift, what a shock. The Eagles stole another player. Very good player from Detroit. Only had to give up a middle-round pick. Number three. San Francisco. Brock Purdy has not thrown an interception in seven straight games, including the playoffs. He doesn't make mistakes. He's not great, and that's the concern. 
but they're the only team to score 30-plus points in three games this year. They've won 13 straight uh, regular season games, and they've given up almost no big plays. Now, again, let's just wait and see. Let's just let's just kind of wait and see on the big plays over the course of a season. But they have Hall of Famers in about four to five different units on this team. San Francisco at three. Number two. Kansas City, two, mostly because their defense has been great. The offense, they still have to figure out the wide receiver spot. So they feel like they're a flawed team, but I, my gut is they'll figure it out. They're very Mahomes and Kelsey right now. I don't love their wide receiving unit. I I think at the trade deadline they could make a move. But Mahomes has been sacked only once. This is absolutely the fastest defense of the Mahomes era. I'm not sure it's the best. It looks like it could be. But they make up ground fast. Kansas City 2. Number 1. Miami's beating teams by 20 points a game. The most creative. I feel like, are they peaking? Will they play this well in November? Andy Reid's teams will get better. This young receiving core will get better. My only concern with Miami is will they stay healthy? Jalen Waddell was already hurt. Their defense is only 23rd. It's well coached. I think Jalen Ramsey could help. But right now, their creativity, um, they lead the NFL in all major offensive categories. It's a fireworks show. Get a ticket. Pay for it. Absolutely fun to watch. But if you look at this, I do believe there's a separation in this league. Miami, Kansas City, San Francisco, Philadelphia, and Buffalo feel different to me. Dallas is close. But penalties have always been a Mike McCarthy issue. And I don't think this quarterback plays well when you force him to throw 35-plus, 40-plus times a game in Dak Prescott. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. And with that, Nick Wright joins me live from New York. First things first. All right, first of all, any disagreements or thoughts on the uh, Herd hierarchy? Well, I mean, aside from the fact that you have the best team in the league second, this is your best herd hierarchy in a very, very long time. That is the unquestionably correct top six. I I would have Buffalo behind Dallas, but I understand it. I get the concerns with Dallas, but I think Buffalo, Buffalo's apex is so great, but we can't forget of all the very, very good teams, they have the head-scratcher game a little more often. I know Dallas just had theirs. I think the Browns are an interesting one that Browns defense is clearly the you know one of the five best in football and that might be undershooting it and I like that you're giving respect to the Seahawks and Steelers to the, the they win very different ways but they're both well coached and I think they both have a lot of talent I like this herd hierarchy I don't know maybe it's the hour and 20 minutes you spent talking football with me last <laughs> night on the podcast but this is the best herd hierarchy you've had maybe in years oh thank you so I watched Joe Burrow last night and he's on off. And yeah. I said this, yeah. the, the Chiefs won, they got to a playoff three or four years pre-Mahomes, and the Bills got to the playoffs with Tyrod Taylor pre-Allen. So those guys are the best icing in the league, but the cake was getting made. Cake was good. Cincinnati's all Burrow. They were a wreck before we arrived. We still don't know if their coach can coach, the O-line, the owner. And I looked at them last night and I'm like, the whole season for them comes down to Burrow's calf. That's it to me. The whole franchise is on a calf. Do you think they turn it around? 
No, because I think that they are being, as my old now past grandfather would say, penny wise and pound foolish. They, they, the only chance they have of reaching their goals, which is to be back to the Super Bowl, is to have Joe Burrow healthy come the postseason. The only chance Joe Burrow has to get healthy is to sit him down now. I think they could have won last night with a backup quarterback. They didn't win yesterday because the offense was explosive. They won because the Rams couldn't block them and because they Jamar Chase had a monster game that I think he could have had with, uh, with Jake Browning throwing him the same type of dump-offs Joe Burrow was throwing to him. Instead, Joe Burrow dropped back to pass 53 times. And I understand everyone has made the point that, hey, you know, a calf injury can lead to an Achilles. But let's just let's just take that out of the realm of possibility. You know what I was worried about last night? That a calf injury was going to lead to a broken collarbone or a separated shoulder. Yeah. Because in the NFL, if you can't escape, if you can't use your mobility, you are more likely to have a guy like Aaron Donald fall on you and injure you. So I... I thought this is not who Joe Burrow is. He is he finally, for the first time all year, completed a couple passes more than 15 yards. Yeah. But he's clearly not right. And I don't know why anyone would think if he doesn't take real time off, he's going to get right before the end of the year. So I think I, I think they're just kind of delaying the inevitable in Cincinnati, which is really unfortunate because they had an argument that they should be the Super Bowl co-favorites going into this season. So I said this, Philadelphia, there's a lot of quarterback stories and coach stories. There's very few. They're good because the GM story. But Philadelphia gets value in the draft, value in trades. Nick Foles wins a Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts second round. They're so good on the O-line and D-line for years that they can roll the dice, pivot, try new stuff on the perimeter, and they're still really good. But that offense without Shane Steichen, it doesn't look the same. Like, and Steichen has already made Anthony Richardson productive, right? We saw what he did with Herbert. Hurts, Anthony Richardson, week one. Is this maybe what Philadelphia is going forward? I think it's concerning because here was the thing. The reason Philadelphia maybe had more reason for optimism after losing a Super Bowl than any of the contemporary Super Bowl losers was because in that loss they saw, I believe, their quarterback play the single best game he's ever played. Their their quarterback was elite with his arm in the Super Bowl in a way I think people really had questions if he could be. But now three games into this year, we've seen nothing repre- nothing similar to that. And it does seem like it's more of a slog through the first few games on offense. And I also believe while Baker wasn't able to do it yesterday, that if a team is able to sustain their pass rush, that secondary in Philadelphia yeah. is very susceptible to getting thrown on. We saw Kirk Cousins move the ball. They lost because they had four fumbles. We saw Mac Jones, who can't move the ball on anyone move the football they lost because they just don't have enough talent so I think I don't think Philadelphia is a juggernaut the way their record said they were last year I'm not even certain that they're better than Dallas what I will say is one of the underrated stories of this NFL season is if to add insult to injury I guess to what's going on in Chicago Chicago obviously had the number one pick, didn't draft a quarterback because they wanted to invest in Justin Fields. They got a bounty for it. The pick they got back for it, one of them, 
was the pick that became Jalen Carter. And then (laughs) on draft day, they traded with Philadelphia back one spot. So the Bears could have traded away the number one pick and then still gotten the number one player in the draft. Instead, he falls to them. They trade back in Philadelphia, a la the Lakers in the 80s with James Worthy. Like, you're the are, are you one of the three best teams and you have the best player in a draft. Seems almost unfair. So, uh, you know, Denver media is pushing back. Blame the defense. And my takeaway is when the Cowboys lost this weekend, it was McCarthy and Dak that got the heat. The defense didn't play well. Um, Justin Herbert. Come on, he had a final drive. He couldn't win. The defense is horrible. Is that Russell gets the money. They gave up draft capital. And Sean Payton was hired to save him. Essentially to save him. I don't want to hear about the defense. Russell's the cap hit. Russell's the star. And they're middle of the pack to below average third down conversion, red zone, total offense, is that we can talk about the defense. Sean Payton was hired to save Russell Wilson. And and to this point, I don't know. I think he has. I just don't know if there's anything beyond that. But what do you make of the don't blame Russell? It's It's the Broncos' defense. Well, listen. Well, I mean, the Broncos' defense obviously was terrible on Sunday. But that defense was awesome last year. And to be and listen, I, I and I appreciate you, you know, saying what I think a lot of people are thinking, which is Sean Payton is the head coach of the entire team. And as great of an offensive mastermind as Sean Payton is, his issue in New Orleans for many years, until he brought in Dennis Allen, was hiring the wrong defensive coordinator. They went seven and nine three straight years with Rob Ryan as their defensive coordinator. Well, EJ Everett leaves, you bring in Vance Joe. There's Rob Ryan. I didn't even know that was going to happen. That's amazing. You bring in <laughs> Vance Joseph. And all of a sudden, you're, you're, everyone can move the ball on you. Also, yes, Russell Wilson has a pulse the likes of which he didn't have last year. But they still are already talking about pre-snap penalties like last season, having second-half meltdowns like last season. And I don't know about you, Colin, I thought it was really odd. And Xavier Howard, a Miami Dolphins player, pointed this out. I thought it was telling that Sean left Russell in that football game when it was 70-20 to 20 late in the fourth quarter. Xavier Howard said he thought it was disrespectful to a player who accomplished as much. I feel like Sean has been sending a lot of messages yeah. to Russell Wilson, whether it's telling the whole media we need to hurry up the process, Jerry Judy's open on the two-point conversion, we'll put a wristband on it, all of it. And so, yeah, I think Denver right now is in dire, dire straits. And this is where you remind everyone that five-year contract extension they signed Russell to has not started yet. It starts next season. So even if Sean wants to bench him, which I think he will, that is a nearly impossible contract to get off of. I think they're stuck, Colin. So um, you were very... Pro Aaron Rodgers. By the way, I'm more positive Aaron than negative, but it, I, I was one of the few that went after him a few years ago, seven, eight years ago, so I'm viewed as negative Aaron. Yeah. If you count all the times I've talked about him, it's 65, 35, 70, 30 pro. But that said, you kind of came around to the body language, the prickliness. I did come around. You know, a little, yeah. little, you know, smarter than everybody in the room. Whatever. He is smart, blah, blah, blah. But it is interesting that the Packers moved yeah. off him And even if Jordan Love doesn't hit, cap space, good college quarterback draft, receivers, tight ends, offensive coach, Aaron goes to the Jets, 
They're all walking on eggshells. They're a disaster today. What do you make of it? Disaster. Well, so this was one of the reasons, and I know J-Mac thought I was maybe trolling, but I picked the Packers to win their division, and I picked the Jets to finish last in theirs. And I understand, oh, well, we didn't know Aaron was going to get hurt. Well, we didn't know he was going to pop his Achilles. But a 39-year-old coming off an injury behind the worst offensive line he would have ever played behind in a division with the Bills pass rush and the Patriots pass rush, him missing some time was not you know, unfathomable. It was, I would argue, more likely than not. And so on the Packers' side of things, it was underrated and Jordan didn't even play that great this weekend. But a Saints team that has not allowed more than 20 points in 11 consecutive games is up 17 to nothing heading into the fourth quarter. The Packers are without their best, their Aaron Jones, Christian Watson, an offensive, a key offensive lineman or two, and they come back in stirring fashion. By the way, and Matt LaFleur does the down 14, go for two gambit that if it doesn't work, all the folks are killing him, but because it does work, everyone pretends it didn't happen. It's a great win, and that team has great vibes and energy, almost feeling like a weight's been lifted. On the flip side in New York, yes, the Rodgers thing was uh, incredibly unfortunate, but the reason you can't come back for, from it is because every part of your offseason was about Signing Aaron Rodgers and then signing his friends and family. Who should run our offense? Aaron Rodgers' buddy, Nat Hackett. Who should be our pass catchers? Aaron Rodgers' buddies, Lazard and Cobb. Who should be our third-string quarterback? Aaron Rodgers' buddy, Tim Boyle, who has no business. You cannot put him into the games, which is why they've now signed Trevor Simeon. There, there was an element of, you know what? This is either going to work beautifully or it's just going to be such a disaster everyone gets fired that I didn't think it had to be. Like, the, the Packers choosing to not have an actual backup quarterback was baffling to me. Yes, if Rodgers blows his Achilles, you're probably screwed either way. But what if Rodgers' injury had been the Joe Burrow injury? Where it's just like, oh, okay, he's going to miss a month. Can you hold down the fort? you would have seen their lack of planning laid to bear this entire time. And so it's puzzling to me that they did not add a quarterback the moment he got hurt. Now they have finally done it with Simeon, who instantly becomes the best quarterback on the team, but he can't play this weekend against the Chiefs. And by the time he does play, the season's probably over. Finally, I'm not usually into this stuff, and my gut feeling is they're trolling all of us. But the Travis Kelsey-Taylor Swift relationship Okay. is potentially fantastic. I don't I have a feeling the Kelsey's are very good with social media. His brand is exploding. He's on like six commercials now. You have a theory that they may not even be dating. Well, I don't I don't know if they're dating or not. I think uh I think that they're clearly friendly. I'm not sure how many times they had actually been, you know, in the same room prior to this football game. But I'm not really that interested in Travis Kelsey's personal life because I'm not, I don't know that much about Taylor Swift. It's not really my area of expertise. Here's what I am interested in, Colin. And here's the most unique take you're going to hear on this entire situation. <laughs> here's why I'm thrilled this is happening. I actually think, in a galaxy brain way, this helps the Chiefs' ability to re-sign Chris Jones this offseason. Hear me out. 
Here's the argument. The Chiefs go on, win the Super Bowl, as we all know they will. Chris Jones wants to be the highest-paid guy on the team, or in the league. Mahomes not the highest-paid quarterback. Kelsey's not the highest-paid tight end. Travis Kelsey can now go to Chris Jones, who he desperately wants back, and be like, listen, buddy, there's pros and cons of playing for the Chiefs. Con, you're not going to make as much money as you should make. I don't, I've never made as much money as I should make. Pro, I say on a podcast I wanted to date Taylor Swift, and two weeks later, she's in my mom's suite. <laughs> there are cool things right. about being part of this dynasty. Yeah. There are what we call soft exterior benefits that aren't paid out in cap dollars. So, Chris, come back. Yeah. Maybe take a little less than what you're asking for, and then shoot for the stars on your hopes and dreams because they're all accessible as long as we're in this Mahomes orbit. Yeah. That's what I would argue. And that's why I'm happy about it. And I think that's – I know you're laughing. No. I think that's a real thing. Like, Travis no. Kelton – I'm telling you right now, Mark Andrews cannot be like, I wanted to give Tra- uh, Taylor Swift a friendship bracelet and she ghosted me, and then she's at a Ravens game. It's because they're with Mahomes and the Chiefs and this little dynastic run. That's By the a way, true story. I don't think it's crazy they're, that Los Angeles no. has always sold Hollywood and Sunshine – there's no question yeah. that you come to Los Angeles, you're going to pay more taxes. Uh, you know, the yeah. traffic's worse. They don't always have the great team. LeBron came here because of the brand, the entertainment. Teams sell what they sell. Yankees have to overpay you. But the Lakers have sold sunshine and potential revenue outside of basketball. And I think there's no question. Travis Kelsey, a tight end, is on seven commercials. He's got a vaccine commercials. commercials. He's on all the commercials. I mean, it's not that dissimilar when, you know, seven years ago, it feels like a lifetime ago, when FS1 was trying to hire me, they were like, listen, we know another network wants you and they're offering you more money. Right. But if you sign with us, Colin Coward will invite you over to his house (laughs) twice a year. And that was it. That was enough. I was like, I'm in. And I mean, you know, it's all worked out well. It's all the halo stuff. I mean, it's a true story. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Nick Wright, first things first, fastest growing show on cable. Good seeing you, buddy. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's Wee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.